Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode 117. As I mentioned last week, our focus for the month of February inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy is creating a better relationship with yourself. And creating a better relationship with yourself is a fundamental part of your weight loss journey because the more you love and respect and appreciate yourself, the easier it will be to do things for yourself to create optimal physical and emotional well-being. You can't hate yourself slim. It just does not work for long-term sustainable weight loss. And I spoke about this inside of the Lose Weight Live Life community last year. And it's such a fundamentally important message. I want to share it here with you on the Lose Weight Live Life podcast today. And if what I share here resonates with you, and if you think you might like help changing, transforming, improving the relationship you have with yourself, then please do come join us in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll to find out all of the details and join us today. Okay, hopefully this is streaming, now streaming live on Facebook. I'm just going to give a moment to see if this comes up. I hope you are all having a good Friday. Um, I am loving all of you coming into the community and getting ready for the Lose Weight, Live Life Mindset Coaching Experience Week, which will be getting started officially, properly, on Sunday, the 11th of September. My name is Claire McKenzie, and um, I'm really looking forward to spending that week working closely with you to support you on your weight loss goals and to help you create a relationship with food and yourself that you love. But today, what I want to talk to you about is the fact that you cannot hate yourself slim. Many of you are joining the community and sharing your stories. And as is often the case, I'm noticing that many of you are talking about maybe some regret that you feel, some self-judgment that could be about the number on the scales, about your size, about the fact that maybe you've lost your weight previously and you've started to regain it again, or you've lost weight previously and, and now you're at your back at your heaviest again. This is really, really normal. Of course, I did it myself for many, many years, but it's really not useful or helpful when it comes to working at losing weight and creating a relationship with food that we love. So often, and I encourage you to sort of take a moment and pause and ask yourself, how do I feel about my weight, about my relationship with food, about my sort of dieting history? about the size that I am, about any impact that my weight is having on other areas of my life. And if you notice negative emotions, such as frustration, shame, disappointment, regret, judgment, there's so many, aren't there? Self-loathing, self-hate, I think I've probably felt all of them at some point. These negative emotions, if they are there as a part of what you 
feel, then I want you to really encourage you to listen to what I'm going to talk to you about within the next just few minutes. This is just one of these uh, small sort of hints and tips. It's first of all, it's really normal. The last thing we want to do is start judging ourselves for the judgment that we have about our weight. So let's just sort of take that off the table from the beginning. First, it's really, really normal because of the world and the society and the culture and the diet industry and our experience of human beings in the world in which we live today to feel these negative emotions about ourselves, our weight, our ability to lose weight. We think we should just be able to eat like a normal person and we chastise ourselves for the fact that we feel out of control around foods. We say things, we feel addicted to foods, all of these things. It's really normal. Okay. But there's a few things that I want to sort of share with you. First of all, you think that these emotions, these negative emotions are coming from the facts that are whatever they may be. So you think that you feel the way you do, possibly because of the number on the scales, possibly because of the clothes size that you wear, possibly because you have lost two pounds, two pounds, lost two stone and gained three back. Okay. The number on the scales, the amount of weight in numbers that you've lost or that you've gained, your clothes size, these are all just numbers. It's just math. They don't mean anything about you. They do not mean anything about you. Your weight, when you weigh yourself, is just your gravitational pull on the earth. Okay. Your weight has nothing to do with your worthiness, your capability, your lovability, or absolutely anything at all. It does not make you wrong. Okay. It's just a number, right? The reason that you feel the way that you do about the numbers and the facts of the situation is because of the thoughts that you have about them, because of the way in which we have been raised in the world in which we live. Okay, that still does not mean that it is the truth. And that's really good to know, because what that means is you don't need to change your weight in order to accept yourself, love yourself, like yourself a little more. You only need to change how you think about your weight. Okay. And I'm aware that I'm saying this and some of you might be, yeah, but I'm here because I want to lose weight. Okay. And I totally get that. I'll explain a little bit more about that in a moment. So I get that you're here. I'm I'm guessing because you want to lose weight. If you don't want to lose weight, absolutely fine. But I'm going to assume that those of you who have joined this group have joined this group because you want to lose weight and you want to lose weight so that you can feel better. And you think that if you weigh less, then you're going to feel better about your body your size, you're going to feel more comfortable, all sorts of things. And of course, yes, you may feel more physically comfortable if you weigh less weight. But when it comes to the emotional feelings of all of this, I want you to know that the negative emotions you feel right now are not based on the number on the scales, they're based on the thoughts you have about it. Okay. And this is actually quite important. The reason why this is really important is because the more negative emotion we feel, For those of us who tend to be emotional eaters, for those of us who tend to eat to feel better, what we want to do is eat to not feel that negative emotion, okay? Feeling disappointment, shame, regret, judgment, self-loathing, all of these, it doesn't feel good. These, these, These emotions are vibrations in our body that don't feel comfortable to us. We don't like them. And so what we tend to do is we do things to not feel them, such as eating. So the last thing you want to be doing if you're someone who eats to feel better is to be thinking in a way that has you feeling not so good as you could otherwise feel. Okay. That's the first thing. The other thing that I want you to consider is I want you to think of someone who you really love and cherish. 
someone, you know, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a best friend. I want you to think about someone that you love and cherish. And I want you to think about doing something special for them. Maybe it is, I don't know, driving them to the airport or something like that. Something that might be a bit of a chore, but you're really, really happy to do it because you love them. Okay. And then I want you to think of doing of somebody that you really don't like very much. Maybe it's that, you know, person in the office you just don't get along with. Maybe it's that friend who betrayed you, but someone who you have some maybe loathing towards, have some dislike towards. Often the words that we use against ourselves, even those people we really don't like, we still don't use such strong words against them. But I want you to think of that person. And then I want you to think how easy it would be for you to offer to pick that person up from the airport compared to the person that you really, really love. Okay. And right away, I'm guessing you're going to find a reason why not to do it. Or if you did do it, you would just be, you know, feel resentful of it, want it to be over, wish you didn't have to do it. All of those things, the energy that you would have to do the same thing for someone that you really love and appreciate versus someone that you really don't like very much. Just think about the, how much more energy it would take for you to do it for the person that you don't like versus the person that you do like. All right. And now what I want you to do is apply that same logic to how you think about yourself. All right. Changing your relationship with food, changing your habits of a lifetime is not difficult in the same way that it is to go on a restrictive depriving diet, but it's not easy either. It does take some work. All right. It takes work. And it's so much easier to do that work when you are doing it for yourself, when you are feeling respect, self-respect, self-appreciation, when you are appreciating your body for the fact that it is supporting your breathing and your digestion and enabling you to sort of move around and doing all those things rather than hating your body because of the number that you see on the scales or the excess fat it's carrying. Okay. I want you to ruminate and think about this a bit. It is so much easier to do things for someone that you love and care about than it is for someone that you don't care for quite so much. All right. We say such horrible things to ourselves, don't we? We say horrible things, horrible words to ourselves, words we would never say to another human being, probably never say to another animal. Okay. I really encourage you to notice how you talk to yourself. And if you are mean and horrible, to stop talking to yourself in that way. Start being kind and compassionate. You can think of this in a couple of ways. Either think of this as in, you know, would I say that to my best friend? And if you wouldn't, or would I say that to my daughter, if you've got a daughter? And if you wouldn't, then do not say it to yourself. The other way that you can think about this is you might want to find a photo of you when you were a small child, when you were maybe about five years old, something like that. And then ask yourself, would I say these words to her? Because you are that child. That child is still you within you. Okay. All right. One of the reasons I think, okay, so one more thing before I say that thing. Oftentimes, we are so used to talking to ourselves in a negative way, it becomes very, very habitual. So we're not even really aware that we're doing it because it's just our normal. This is normal as well. Okay. So it's just sort of there like an undercurrent. I encourage you to, over the course of the weekend, just sort of observe yourself and check in with yourself and see how you are thinking about yourself and how you are talking to yourself, even silently in your head. Just notice what things you're saying. Notice what the relationship you have is with yourself is. All right. The other thing I was wanting to say is 
I understand that many of you will be afraid of letting go and being kind to yourself because you think that the answer to get what you want in terms of weight loss or eating in a more healthy way is to be sort of harsh with yourself, strict with yourself. We're so reluctant to accept and love ourselves as we are for fear that if we do, we won't change. And I want you to know it does not work that way. If you accept yourself at the weight that you are, it does not mean that it will be more difficult for you to then lose weight to be the weight that you want to be. Actually, it is the opposite. Because going back to what I said, think of the difference between doing something for someone that you love and care about and you accept versus doing someone that you don't have that same relationship with. The better your relationship with yourself, the easier your weight loss journey will be. And if you still feel the resistance to that, then I want you to check in and ask yourself, how has the way that I feel about myself, how has my negative self-talk, my criticism, my judgment, how has that helped me to lose weight so far? Okay. And sure, for sure, it might have driven you, motivated you to be disciplined to do a very low calorie diet or some other form of weight loss for a period of time. But I would be willing to put money on it that it either only worked until it stopped working or it worked until you got got to your goal and then you gained your weight back. Because hating yourself slim is just not sustainable. It doesn't feel good. It's not something that is, is going to work. Okay, that is what I wanted to say today. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The programme offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.